Hello, and welcome to Lesser Known Works, where we discuss, often narrate our favorites, and share stories hidden in the public domain. Today, I'll share three short tales and one beautiful sonnet with you to start the month of August. Speaking of August, a dear friend of mine, Jade Payne, sent me the loveliest quote from Tech Everlasting about the first week of August. I want to share it with you. It reads, The first week of August hangs at the very top of the summer, the top of the live-long year, like the highest seat of a Ferris wheel when it pauses in its turning. The weeks that come before are only a climb from balmy spring, and those that follow a drop to the chill of autumn. But the first week of August is motionless and hot. It is curiously silent, too with blank white dawns and glaring noons and sunsets smeared with too much color. Before we begin, I have a small confession. This episode has been pre-recorded way in advance. I don't want anyone to falsely believe that I'm recording while preparing for a newborn or perhaps taking care of a newborn. That's just not my style. (laughs) Ah, That is just not my style. So his due date is actually tomorrow, from the day you're listening, not the day that I'm recording. Gosh, I don't know, perhaps he's already arrived, but by the time I'm recording this, he is still kicking and dancing and grooving in there. My goodness. (laughs) Oh, I did plan out the next few weeks way ahead of schedule, um, including a few audiobooks for you, so we won't likely miss a week in August. At least that is the plan. All right, let's begin. So today I want to share with you four fun stories, three short stories and a sonnet. Our first story is a short story by the Lady of the Season, Louisa May Alcott, titled A Happy Birthday. Yes, I did in fact include this one for today because of this baby's due date, (laughs) August 2nd. He has consumed my every thought, to be expected, I'm sure. A Happy Birthday is an excerpt from Aunt Jo's scrapbook, volume four, It's one of her shorter stories, shouldn't take longer than 15 minutes to read, and that includes a snack break. This story is written in second person, which is really fun. It starts with a celebration of a 73-year-old grandmother. Alcott writes of the delight it is to celebrate all life, young, old, unexpected, those with birthday blues, all the above. In fact, I think this message can be said for any and all holidays as well. She wants you to make them worthwhile make them big, make them special. She gives her readers some ideas on how to make these birthdays and holidays extra, extra fine. Here's a quote from the story. Some families do not celebrate these days and so miss a great deal of pleasure, I think. But the people of whom I write always made a great deal of such occasions and often got up very funny amusements, as you will see. Our next story is Marjorie's Three Gifts, again by Louisa May Alcott. This story also begins with a birthday, and it was rated 10 out of 10 stars by AmericanLiterature.com. Some of the stories I've shared with you already, like A Hole in the Wall and A Modern Cinderella, were rated 7 and 8. So you can imagine this one will not disappoint. I mean, 10 out of 10. You can't beat that. It's a story about sweet young Marjorie who gets a visit from industry, cheerfulness, and love. (laughs) It kind of reminded me a bit of Charles Dickens' um, Night 
the night before Christmas. Is that what it's called? Christmas Carol. <laughs> Christmas Carol. Um, and yeah, I think I would prefer industry cheerfulness and love as opposed to past, present, and future. <laughs> so it's that kind of story. It's a lot better. But anyway, that's all I want to say because I think you're going to love it. I, mm, I will say that it is fairly short, not nearly as long as a hole in the wall, but still has a plethora of characters, depth, and wholesome fun. So we haven't really talked a lot about this author on here at all. She is an important woman for children's literature, Beatrix Potter. In fact, she was a huge advocate of creating stories specifically for children. Before her work, children's stories were mostly nursery rhymes, Aesop's Fables, Brothers Grimm, and if you've read them, they're quite terrifying. She made stories just for children, and now there's an entire market modeled after her work. I'm really grateful for the work she did, and her stories are charming. Her most famous work, of course, is Peter Rabbit, but this is lesser known works, so let me introduce to you the tale of two bad mice. It is a quick story, flash fiction is what we would call it today, of two dolls that live in a darling dollhouse that gets ramjackled by two bad mice. But don't worry, there's a charming ending. The story includes characters with names like Lucinda and Jane. Such doll names. I think I had a doll named Lucinda growing up. Tom Thumb and Hunkamunka. <laughs> I think that's probably how you say that. Or maybe you should try it with a British accent. It's a perfect little nighttime story for your favorite little one. And lastly, I want to share with you a sonnet by a poet I'm not really familiar with, Edna St. Vincent Millay. I was inspired by Tuck Everlasting's quote, so I went on a search for something similar that spoke to the stillness of early August. I've also heard August described as the Sunday of months, so take a deep breath. And this sonnet is an ode to just that, titled An Ode to Silence. As far as sonnets go, this one is quite long. Nothing like Beowulf or Shakespeare's plays, but it is well over a hundred lines. I hope you enjoy it. Are you a poetry fan? In the last three years or so, I've become quite a fan. I think moving to New England had a lot to do with that. The landscape is poetry in itself, not to mention Longfellow Trails and Edgar Allan Poe Festivals, Thoreau Historical Markers are littered within the region. I couldn't help but immerse myself in the culture of it. <laughs> As always, I've linked to each story in the notes in case you're curious and would like to read them. They are part of the public domain, so they are free to read online. Thank you so much for listening and thank you again for being here. It means so much to me. Until next time, with love and gratitude, J.H.